Welcome to r slash am I the bad guy, where OP's wife suddenly decides that she hates their dog. Am I the bad guy for prioritizing my son's dog over my wife's pregnancy? My son is currently 14 years old, and when he was 8, we got a dog. He's half Great Dane and half some dog that my friend's dog met during an unauthorized absence. My son loves this dog and does all the care for him, except for vet stuff, and is a very responsible dog owner. This dog is pretty much his best friend. My wife is 12 weeks pregnant, and ever since we confirmed the pregnancy, she's been acting weird around the dog. She avoids him, puts her hand over her stomach when he's around, and jolts whenever he makes a noise. Today, she told me that she wants to rehome the dog. I asked her, what are you talking about? She said that she's been having anxiety that he'll jump on her. This is completely unreasonable. He doesn't jump on people. We trained him not to jump on people or run into people very young, because he's half Great Dane. And I felt this was important for all dogs, but especially one who could possibly grow to such a large size, which he did. There's no reason for her to think the dog will jump on her. She said there's no way to know for sure the dog won't jump on her, and if he does, our baby could be hurt. This dog has never so much as growled at her. She said, even if the dog doesn't jump on her, her anxiety about it is bad for her health. She said that she needs the dog elsewhere for her safety and the baby's. I told her there was no way I was going along with that. My son got this dog right after he lost his mom and imprinted on him hard. Sometimes, I think he loves the dog more than me. I am not taking away his dog. The dog didn't do anything. My wife said that I'm prioritizing the dog over her pregnancy. But the dog isn't a threat to her pregnancy. If this were any other unreasonable request, I would just do it because she's pregnant. I just can't break my son's heart over a fear that she has that makes no sense. Am I being a bad guy? Oh man, I feel vindicated. Because as I was reading this story, something like didn't quite add up. First of all, OP's son is 14 and his wife was pregnant. So I was like, wow, 14 year gap? That's huge. It's super, super rare for someone to have that huge of a gap in between pregnancies. So I was thinking to myself, did OP have his son with another woman and then he like remarried afterwards? And I actually stopped reading because I had to go back and check to see if he mentioned this is his second wife, but he didn't. So I was thinking, okay, weird. Maybe this is his mom. And the other reason I was thinking is because she's obviously showing bias here. If she really, truly loved OP's son, then she would know that what she's asking is unreasonable. And like my gut was saying, this feels like stepmother behavior. This feels like evil, selfish, entitled stepmother behavior. And then OP says that his son got the dog right after he lost his mom. So his mom is dead, which makes the story even sadder. I knew it that this was a selfish, entitled stepmother who pretends to love her stepson, but really, she doesn't actually care about him. OP, I regret to inform you that you have married a woman who, deep down, doesn't care about your son. I also wouldn't be surprised if you get home from work one day and mysteriously the dog is missing. 
Yeah, right. OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 bad guys. I'm giving your wife 2.5 out of 5 bad guys. Also, I want to clarify, I'm not like trashing on step-parents inherently. There's a lot of really great step-parents out there. I literally just read the story about the guy who got abandoned by his parents and then the two step-parents took them in and he loves them deeply. Like there's lots of great step-parents out there. I'm just saying I've read so many of these stories that I know that there's a lot of like awful people out there who when they become a step-parent, it's it's like an unwanted pet that they wish would just vanish in the night. And since I've read hundreds of those stories, my alarm bells were going off in my head. I knew something was fishy. OP, my last bit of advice is to make sure that you microchip the dog just in case he accidentally runs away. And OP, I know you might be thinking, that's so drastic. My wife would never do that. Listen, buddy, my whole channel is based around stories where people think, well, my beloved partner would never do that. And yet here I am with over a thousand videos telling stories exactly like yours. So please microchip the dog. Am I the bad guy for calling out my sister for treating her kids better than me? My sisters took in my brothers and I when we were just four, five, and six years old. She was only 19 at the time and did sacrifice a lot for us, including her boyfriend that she had been with since she was 12. He broke up with her when he found out that she had been applying for custody of us because he wasn't ready to take on that kind of responsibility. At one point, my sister was working three jobs to provide for us. I never went without food, clothes, or even toys. But the one thing that I went without while growing up was a nurturing environment. My sister was always stressed and irritable. I also felt like she had resentment towards us at times for having to be stuck with us rather than pursuing her dreams. Like, for example, if we did something as small as spilling a glass of milk or breaking something, she'd have an overreaction and yell and lecture us about how hard she works to get it and how we need to stop being so careless, even if it was just an accident. My sister is now doing much better in life and no longer has to work and is happily married. She has a two-year-old child and is pregnant with her second. I've seen how she treats them, and I can tell that she loves them very much. I even watched her toddler spill a glass of milk, and she was so calm and loving about it. She even jumped on this new gentle parenting trend. She didn't act like that with me, so I called her out on it in front of my brothers and her husband, and I told her that it's unfair that I didn't get that gentle side of her. Rather, I got the harsh and cold side of her when I was just a child. She was shocked to hear me say this and started crying, saying that she did her best with what she had. My brothers, surprisingly, stood up for her and told me that if she's that bad, then why am I still living with her? And that she was some amazing caretaker who took us in when our own mother abandoned us, so how could I be so selfish and accuse her of anything less? It got really contentious, so my sister ended up excusing herself to her room. But in the end, my brothers, whom I'm really close with, are angry with me. So now, I'm wondering if I was wrong for calling my sister out. Yo, calling your sister out for what? For raising three kids when she was 19? Three kids who weren't even her own kids? You are lucky, so incredibly lucky that you didn't end up in the foster system or homeless or who knows what other terrible fate would befall a four-year-old with no parents. Your sister was working three jobs? Of course she's stressed out. Three jobs and three kids? Of course she's going to be uptight. 
Well, yeah, but when I spilled milk, she got mad at me. And now, now that she's not working three jobs to care for three kids who aren't even her own, she has more patience. What's the deal with that? Oh my god. I will agree with you on one thing, OP. Your sister did not do a very good job of raising you because you turned out rotten. I almost want to give you sympathy because your mom abandoned you and, you know, I doubt that you had a really, really, like, caring and loving upbringing because your sister was clearly too busy and too stressed to really be there for you. So, in some sense, it's not your fault. But at the same time, OP clarifies that she's 17 years old. 17 is definitely old enough to understand the basic rules of respect, to understand that what your sister did for you was life-changing, literally life-changing. If you had gone into the foster care system or ended up homeless, then odds are really good that your life would be awful right now. Just awful. I know some kids do luck out in the foster system, but what are the odds that you and your two brothers would all end up in a happy family. Practically zero. Close to zero. Without exaggeration, your sister saved your life, OP. And I don't mean saved your life as in, like, saved you from drowning. I mean saved your life as in saved you from misery, heartache, despair, abuse. Who Like, the list goes on and on and on. OP, I'm giving your sister zero out of five bad guys. She's a saint. I'm giving you three out of five bad guys. You're being extremely disrespectful and ungrateful. Am I the bad guy for high-fiving a stranger who humiliated my boyfriend? My boyfriend and I go to the climbing gym regularly. He's really into it, and I just started climbing a few times a week. He's stupidly competitive about it and quietly insults beginners who aren't as good, which makes me feel self-conscious because I'm a beginner. Last night, we were at the climbing gym again and he was doing a V6. So I don't know a lot about climbing, but I looked up what a V6 is, and I think that's like an intermediate level climbing course. There was about six people taking turns on it, probably because it was a newly installed route and they were all failing. Then, a girl came and flashed it. She made it up so easy, but at the end, she didn't hold the final hold for five seconds, and my boyfriend called her out after she was done. Holding the last hold for five seconds is supposed to be the right way of finishing a route, but she was doing it so easily she definitely could have. I think my boyfriend was just being salty because she did it when he couldn't. She laughed and told him that he didn't even start the problem correctly and walked off. I gave her a high five because she was walking towards me and did amazing at the problem and knocked my boyfriend off his high horse and she was surprised but high fived me back. My boyfriend turned to me and gave me a WTF look and wouldn't talk to me for the rest of the night. When we were heading home, he ranted that I couldn't be trusted to watch his back if I chose to take a stranger's side over him. I was shocked that that's what he took from the climb, and I told him that she shouldn't have nitpicked her when she clearly climbed it correctly, and he got mad and argued that I was supposed to take his side over people that I don't even know. Wait, hold up. So your boyfriend just randomly criticizes women at the gym and he thinks that he's in the right? This woman is just minding her own business, climbing a rock wall, and because she didn't follow some, like, unofficial rule because she doesn't feel like it, he wants to call her out and say that she's doing it wrong? That's pathetic, honestly. 
So just recently, I watched a TikTok where someone was explaining the findings of like a scientific study. And basically, the study was looking into this exact example, which is why do some men respond so like harshly and critically towards women in like competitive scenes, especially in video games? Because if anyone's ever played a video game, especially an FPS with like an open mic, if a woman so much as says hello, she will get dogpiled. And the findings are actually so funny. What the study found is that men who criticize women during competitive environments like sports or video games are the weakest men in those competitions. So basically, you'd have skilled men who are very good at the challenge, and you'd have unskilled men who are very bad at the challenge. And when skilled men competed against unskilled men, there wasn't a lot of like trash talking. But when you introduce skilled women who were better than the unskilled men, then suddenly the unskilled men started trash talking the women. Why? Because they had the most to lose. Because when a woman outperforms them, they look bad. So apparently the defense mechanism for weak men is to trash talk women as a way to push them below themselves. That way the apparent hierarchy is strong men, then weak men, then women beneath that. And look, I don't know if that study is like 100% accurate. I'm just relaying what I saw from a TikTok, so grain of salt and everything. But that perfectly applies here because your boyfriend was so insecure about the strong woman that he had to belittle her in front of everyone else to make him seem like a big, strong man. Honestly, it's pathetic and he deserves to be humbled. Like really the whole gender thing isn't even relevant. It could have been a guy criticizing a guy or a woman criticizing a guy or a guy to a girl or whatever. The point is, your boyfriend should have just minded his own business. Am I the bad guy for getting my daughter a hotel room entirely for herself after her stepsisters made her sleep on the floor? My dad passed away two weeks ago. My family is me, my wife Candace, my 16-year-old daughter Shiloh, and her stepsisters, who are 19 and 17, flew to my hometown to attend the funeral. After that, we got two hotel rooms, one for me and Candace and one for the girls. While I was in my hotel room, I got a call from Shiloh at 11pm crying and it sounded like she was arguing with her stepsisters. I asked what the matter was and she told me that her stepsisters insisted that she sleep on the floor. There was one large bed in the room and there was enough space for all three girls to sleep on. I asked her why and she said that she didn't know. I went to see what the issue was and talked with my stepdaughters about it. They kept talking, but didn't really explain why they told her to sleep on the floor. They just shrugged and said, It's better this way. We're more comfortable this way. I told Shiloh to grab her things, and when one of my stepdaughters asked where we were going, I told her I was booking her a hotel room. Both looked upset, but didn't say anything. But they must have called their mom because she was awake when I got back. And she started arguing with me about giving Shiloh an entire hotel room for herself. I explained why I did it, but she said that I wasted money and that Shiloh could have sucked it up on the floor for one night. I called her unreasonable for saying this, but she told me that I showed the girls that I am playing favorites, and I made my stepdaughter share a room while I gave my daughter an entire room for herself. We went home, and Candace is still bringing this up, saying that I mishandled this. She even pointed out how my stepdaughters are upset since they're not speaking to me. Yo, what? I hate that I have to ask the obvious question here, but why does Shiloh have to sleep on the floor? Huh? 
Why not one of the stepdaughters sleep on the floor? Or nobody sleep on the floor? Or if your wife thinks that it's so easy to just suck it up for one night, then she can sleep on the floor. Like, let's not forget the start of this story, which is that OP's dad passed away two weeks ago. That means OP is mourning. He is mourning his father's death. Shiloh is also mourning. She's mourning her grandfather's death. These three women can't put aside their own entitlement for one night just to let OP and Shiloh mourn in peace and get a good night's sleep so they can attend their their father slash grandfather's funeral and mourn. Like, what is wrong with these people? If you ask me, OP handled the situation just about perfectly. I don't even understand why Candace is getting upset about this. OP, you are not the bad guy here. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 bad guys. I'm giving Candace and your stepdaughters 1.5 out of 5 bad guys. That was r slash am I the A, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.